Hello, love. Good morning. I'm saying good morning because it's morning time when I'm recording this. 3.18 a.m. to be exact. (laughs) Apologies in advance. Uh, My robot vacuum is on and doing his thing. He's the hardest worker in our house. Uh, But he's a little loud and he runs into things sometimes. So apologies for Boris. Um, But good morning. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Wild the Podcast. I'm Logan, your host and the founder and creative director of Wild Branding Co. And I'm so excited that you're here. So this week is part two of our four-part Embodied Archetype series. Last week, we talked all about how to embody your maiden energy, what that looks like, how to do it, and then how it can be really beneficial to building your business and your brand. There was also an accompanying yoga practice to help you physically embody your inner maiden, as well as a playlist, a maiden invocation, the whole nine, the whole nine. I'll drop the link here in the show notes um, so you can access all of those other goodies as well as this week's goodies, Uh, but it's fun. It's a super fun series and I'm excited to move on to the next archetype, which is the mother. So this week we're talking all about embodying the mother energy or being an embodied mother. Now you can embody mother energy, whether or not you actually are a mother, um, because it's just that it's an energy, right? So when I say embodied mother, I'm not necessarily speaking specifically to mothers. Um, although of course it applies to mothers and motherhood, But just know that you can access this energy at any point, regardless of whether or not you you are actually a mother. So mother energy is associated with our inner summer. So the maiden energy was our inner spring. The mother energy is our inner summer, meaning it's associated with fullness, uh, fertility, abundance, right? Like all of the things that you think about with, with summer, sunshine, summertime, everything's in full bloom. Um, in terms of our menstrual cycle, mother energy is associated with ovulation. Of course, um, it is when we are most fertile, right? And we can actually become pregnant during that window of our cycle. Um, and then just some qualities and characteristics that are associated with embodied mother or embodying this mother energy. Now, I want to preface by saying there are some stereotypical uh, associations that go along with mother energy in our culture that are not actual characteristics of the mother. Uh, They would be considered characteristics of the wounded mother. Um, So, you know, I'm not talking about being overbearing. I'm not talking about being self-sacrificing. Like true embodied mother energy is not those things. So the embodied mother is strong and protective without being overbearing. She is giving and nurturing without being self-sacrificing. She is abundant. She is fertile. She is full of lifeblood energy, creative life force energy. She is solid. She is stable. She is steadfast, but she's also fully embodied in her femininity, right? So... It's this inner, it's this grounded nurturance. Like she is rooted, but not to her detriment. It's not like she's stuck, but rather she's just grounded in who she is and what she knows to be true, which then gives her this ability to kind of, she she can, it's it's almost like a a sturdy oak, like a, a big sturdy oak tree. Like she's grounded and she's rooted, but she also allows the wind to blow 
through her branches and she releases her leaves. Like there, there's still life and she, there's still movement, but she's rooted and she's solid and she's stable and she's fucking good. Like she's fucking good. Like that's just what keeps coming to mind. Like she is fucking good. You know, she understands that in order to be the nurturer, she has to be held in the nurturance of the masculine. And notice here also, I'm not saying woman or man. I'm saying feminine and masculine. Um, so it's it's not, if, if you're not someone who, you know, part is in partnership with a man, then it, it's not necessarily the man. It's the masculine energy. The feminine energy, mother energy is able to nurture others and hold others others because she first allows herself to be held, which is not, you know, something that's really encouraged by our culture, by our society. We speaking specifically to mothers now, we as mothers are told that we should be able to do it all. You know, we should be able to keep the house and keep the kids and work a job and, you know, do, we should be able to do it all. We should be able to hold it all and we shouldn't need anything. If we need too much, then we're needy and stage five clinger and it, it's not okay. And, you know, or, you know, if, if we need some kind of support, some kind of assistance, and that indicates some, some level of weakness, uh, within ourselves or some, some way we're lacking when the truth is the only way the embodied mother is able to hold and nurture so much is because she herself is held and nurtured first. And that is by the steadfastness of the masculine, whether it's a partner or, you know, whatever it can take so many different forms, but that's a really important aspect of the embodied mother of embodied mother energy. It's holding and nurturing because you are held and nurtured first. Um, whether that's by a partner or thinking in terms of your business, um, being held and nurtured would look like having systems and structures in place. Um, so you can be held and you can be nurtured and that then allows you to show up in your zone of genius and hold and nurture other people. Does that make sense? So she holds a lot. The mother holds a lot and she's mastered this delicate dance of holding herself amid the chaos that goes on around her. And again, a lot of that's because she has first been held and nurtured. She is a literal motherfucking force of nature. She is fierce. She is nurturing. She is abundant. She is the mother. Like This is the mother archetype, right? Strong and steady, loving, nurturing, caring, giving, fertile, abundant, like just, I also think of like juicy, like juicy fruit, round fullness, like the fullness of a pregnant belly, the fullness of round hips. Like this is the mother very much embodied in her feminine energy, but also very much grounded in who she is and what she brings to the fucking table. She's connected to source. She is connected to self there is this confidence and this certainty. Um, she's, she's just a badass. She's just a badass, you know? And, um, it's a really, really beautiful energy to embody. Um, I just, I love being a mother. I love being a mother, but I also love being in the mother energy. So let's talk about ways to really tap into mother energy. So the very first one is to nurture something nurture something, anything, plants, children, pets, 
businesses, yourself. It doesn't fucking matter. Care for it in a way that only a mother can. And again, it goes back to that. You're strong and protective without being overbearing. So you're not a helicopter mom. You're not like trying to micromanage your plants, right? You, you, you give them what they need and then you back away. You step away and you let them do their thing trusting because, because you have this inner knowing, you have this certainty and this awareness that it's going to happen, but it can't happen the way it's supposed to if you're constantly micromanaging it, right? So you, you nurture something. You love it the way only a mother can, not gripping and clinging and trying to control and manipulate outcomes, but also not neglectful or absent. It's this just right amount of presence and patience of you're there, you're attentive, you're caring, you're loving, but you're not, again, trying to control, manipulate, or micromanage the situation, the person, the thing, right? So nurture something. If you don't have kids, then, you know, go get a plant. You don't want the commitment of an animal? Cool. Go get a plant. Get a plant and nurture the fuck out of that thing. Nurture yourself. You know, a lot of of us, when we talk about embodying mother energy and being an embodied mother, uh, it entails a lot of inner child work and of remothering ourselves because maybe we weren't mothered the way we wanted to be mothered. Um, the way we needed to be mothered, the way we deserved to be mothered. And in that case, that can create a lot of patterns and conditioning around how we then show up in our mother energy. So remothering and um, nurturing your inner child is a huge way to really tap into mother energy. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But that's my first suggestion is to nurture something. And specifically nurture it in a way only a mother can, right? Loving, attentive, present, but also aware that there's a process that needs to happen and it can't happen if you're constantly trying to control everything that's going on around you. The second way to embody your mother energy is to spend time in nature, the ultimate mother. Spend time in nature just witnessing so uh, witnessing the beauty and the bounty that is mother energy right like nothing in nature is lacking and if it is lacking it's because humans cause the lack right <laughs> we as humans do not create abundance nature god the universe whatever creates the abundance the abundance is already there humans only create limitation and lack So if there is lack, if you, you know, in your experience of nature, there is lack somewhere, then that's probably man-made because on a whole, nature does not create lack. Nature is abundance and nothing in nature is lacking. Like the, the deer have everything they need to grow. The bees have everything they need to grow. The grass has everything it needs to grow. And again, if something's lacking, it's man-made. Okay. So yes, save the bees, save the bees, but it's only because man was a dick (laughs) and has destroyed the environment. So just witnessing how just naturally and innately abundant uh, nature is the world is like the grass doesn't have to think about how to grow. The grass doesn't have to worry if it's going to have everything it needs to be to, to grow and to thrive. Nothing in nature does. It just knows I, everything that I need is here. Everything that I need is here. I would not have been placed on this earth if I didn't already have everything that I needed, which is also just a beautiful sentiment to, to kind of anchor in 
in general, especially if you're someone who struggles with um, wealth, abundance, money, things like that, like reminding yourself, this is a whole different little message, but reminding yourself that money is just another form of abundance. It's just a symbol of abundance. Money is the same as water. It's the same as air. It's the same as food. Um, it, it, you, you need those things to survive. And those things are also your birthright because you need them to survive. And money is the exact same way because in our society, you need money to survive. So why the fuck wouldn't you have all of it that you need in order to survive? Why wouldn't you have access to absolutely everything that you need to survive? Money is the same as water, food, air, sunshine, like all of it. It, It's just another symbol of abundance and the world is naturally abundant and source, God, creator, whatever provides you with everything that you need in order to survive and thrive in this lifetime. So you have access to all of the abundance that you need, just like the bees, just like the grass, just like the deer, including money. Obviously they don't need money, but you have access to all of the abundance that you need. Just, you just have to fucking look around take stock of it, have gratitude for it, and then receive it, right? So spend time in nature, witnessing the innate abundance, understanding that it's an integral part of you. You are a part of nature. Humans like to see ourselves above nature. We are not above nature. We are an integral part of nature. We are influenced by nature and the natural world all around us. Um, Another beautiful thing to witness in nature Uh, to really help you embody this mother energy is it's cyclical nature and the fact that nothing blooms year round the fact that you know we have the springtime and then we have the summertime and then we have the autumn and then we have the winter and you know there's there's time for for growth and harvesting and then there's also time for rest and restoration so having that as a reminder that again as an integral part of nature you also have seasons, right? You have the internal seasons of your menstrual cycle, um, the follicular phase, ovulation, luteal, and menstruation. But then you also just have seasons of life. Like motherhood is a season of life. Um, building a business is a season of life. Even within building your business and your brand, there are seasons of building, right? There is the early season when you feel like you have to work your face off for every penny you make. And then, you know, as you, as you go, that's when you begin to stop trading so much time for money. And, uh, you really begin something, you begin to build something that's very sustainable. So everything is cyclical. Everything is seasonal. Everything is temporary. So just lessons from nature, lessons from the mother, that are just so, so powerful and so potent, especially when we allow them to anchor in and then inform how we show up in the rest of our life. The third and final way that I would suggest tapping into mother energy, circling back around is to nurture your inner child, re-mother yourself, care for yourself in the way you wish your mother would have. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you had a shitty mom or you had a shitty childhood or anything like that. Maybe your parents just worked a lot. And you didn't get a lot of quality time with your parents or they weren't very attentive, not because they didn't want to be, but because they had, they, they, they couldn't be because they had to work jobs. They had to make ends meet. And you ended up spending a lot of time alone or a lot of time with a nanny or a lot of time with an older sibling or, or something like that. Or, you know, maybe your, your parents weren't very, uh, emotionally available, Um, So there's some, something, there's kind of something missing there, but either way, nurturing your inner child is going to be so, so beneficial, not only for your own remothering, but also for then how you show up as a mother, if you choose to become one later in life, right? 
So those are the three ways that I would suggest to really tap into this mother energy. Um, of course, there are more. Um, you know, if none of those resonate for you, then go and find something else. But those are the ones that uh, help have helped me the most to embody my own mother energy. And then lastly, let's touch on benefits in business and branding. So how can embodying this mother energy really help you in growing your business and your brand? Number one, nurture your business and brand, right? The mother is all about being nurturing. She's nurturing without being overbearing. She's giving without being self-sacrificing, right? She's certain. She's self-assured. She's fertile. She's abundant. She's all these things. And just like a child or a plant or a pet, a business also has to be nurtured. Not necessarily in the same way. You don't have to quote unquote feed it, but you kind of do. Like you have to feed a business what it needs in order to grow. And what does that look like? Well, you know, it depends on what kind of business you have. (laughs) But if you have an online business or an online brand, you're feeding that business creativity. You're feeding that business content. You're feeding that business Um, you know, just anything that is going to help you move the needle forward. Maybe you're feeding it in your own personal growth and development right now. You're feeding it so that it can grow. You're nurturing it so that it can grow. So embodying this uh, mother energy has really helped me personally to stop seeing business and branding as so uh, mechanical um, is that the, is that the word that I want? So like clinical, so just empty and like building a business. Like it just, it, it sounds so vacant and just cold. But when I think about nurturing something, like I nurture my plants, I nurture my pets, I nurture my children, I nurture myself, I nurture my marriage. So of course, of course I can nurture a business and that it, it makes the way I show up for it different. I don't show up for it to just like check off the boxes. Nope, I posted today. Oh, I did this today. Oh, I did that today. No, like I I truly poured into my business today. I truly poured my creative life force energy into building this brand. And it's it's just such a a, a more intentional way of of building your legacy. Honestly, you're not you're not just like building something. You're not, it's like you're not fucking building a building. You're not out here hammering nails and shit. You are pouring forth your creative life force energy. Right? It's it's it so it then becomes this it's something entirely different. And it just feels different to show up for it when you're thinking of nurturing it as opposed to just like checking off the boxes to build it or whatever. So you nurture your business. Uh, number two, give it the time and attention that it needs. So this is kind of piggybacking off of the nurturing, but the embodied mother knows that yes, she's going to show up. She's going to nurture. She's going to give it water, food, love, attention, all the things, but she also understands that the growth is its own process entirely. And she cannot rush the growth. She cannot manipulate or change the growth. She just has to trust the growth process. So really embodying our mother energy gives us what we need to trust the timing, right? To, to give it the time that it needs, give it the, the attention that it needs, and then just trust the fucking process. Because again, the embodied mother, she is certain, she is grounded, she is steady, she is knowing, she understands. She knows that she 
she needs to show up and nurture the thing and she needs to show up and love the thing. But she also knows that if she's overbearing or if she's manipulative or if she's controlling, then it's not going to grow in the way that it's supposed to grow. So the embodied mother gives whatever she's nurturing the time that it needs to grow appropriately, to grow the way that it's supposed to grow, right? Uh, be attentive, but not needy, nurturing, but not self-sacrificing, right? We've already talked about that. And that, this kind of plays into the energy that you bring, particularly once you move into like actually making sales, right? So many people, especially, you know, people, so many people are just starting a business these days. Like everybody's fucking starting a business. And I am of the mindset, not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) Not everyone's meant to have a business. I just, that's just my personal belief. Um, And a lot of people will get into it with the wrong expectations or just with the wrong uh, motivation in general. Maybe the motivation is purely to make money, which then turns into this needy energy, right? I need to make money. I need to make this sale. And I get it, especially when you need to to make ends meet. You need to pay your bills. I 100% get it. I've been there. Fucking sucks. Um, But you have to understand that abundance, you don't create abundance from abundance. You don't create abundance in in, in general. Abundance already exists, but you don't attract abundance. You don't call in abundance by being lackful, i.e. being needy as fuck. So when we're talking about building a business, when we're talking about nurturing our business through the lens of this mother energy, you're not needy. It's not like I need this to work. It's I, I fucking know this is going to work. As long as I show up and I nurture it in the way that only I can nurture it, then it's only a matter of time. It's not an if, it's a when. And I trust in the unfolding of the process, right? So we shift out of this neediness and into this knowingness that it's it's just a fucking matter of time. Um, Next, remember your inherent potential to create life. Remember your inherent potential to create life, right? If you can birth a baby, you can birth a business. Just saying it, just saying it. (laughs) Now, obviously they're not the same thing. Okay, so don't get it twisted. A baby and a business are not the fucking same thing. A dog and a baby are not the fucking same thing. Uh, nurturing and growing a human is a totally different thing entirely. And unless you've fucking done it, you, 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 you can't possibly understand it. And that's not to be an asshole or a dick or anything like that. It's just stating a fact. <laughs> um, there's something different about having a baby. It's just fucking different. Um, <clears throat> but either way... In both instances, you are using creative life force energy. You are allowing creative life force energy to flow through you to create something, right? So remember when you're starting to doubt yourself, when you're starting to wonder if it's working, when you're starting to wonder if you're actually made for it, when all of these things creep in, tap into the mother energy, embody the mother mother energy and allow it to be a reminder that you are literally here to create. Women are literally here to create. We create, we nurture, and we sustain life with our bodies. Period. Right? So fucking remember that. <laughs> you are innately designed to create. You can build a business, babe. You, you can fucking do it. And the last piece, uh, this is more like a just a, a little quick tip, little hack. Um, but for things like photo shoots, um, workshops, uh, masterclasses, engagements, things like that. Uh, scheduling those things during ovulation, i.e. your 
inner summer, your mother energy, when you're most embodying your mother energy is your best bet. So, um, during ovulation, your hormone levels are at their peak. So, uh, you feel good. You just feel really fucking good. And obviously, right. That's the time of our cycle when we are biologically and primarily designed to attract a mate or to seek a mate. So of course you're going to be feeling yourself. Of course your ability to have a conversation is going to be on fucking point, right? Because that's when you need it to be, you need it to be the most so that you can attract a mate and have a baby. So when you are mapping out your offers, when you're planning your next freebie, your next workshop, uh, your next launch, whatever, your next brand photo shoot, plan it during ovulation. And I have a whole thing coming very, very soon about how to align your business activities with your menstrual cycle so that you can really, really just use your natural energy cycle to your advantage. So you're working with yourself instead of against yourself. Um, it's like cycle syncing is literally life changing. Um, but this is just kind of a little, a little way to start doing that. So schedule the, the times when you need to be most active and most like the face of your business, most outward facing in your business. So hosting, speaking, teaching, leading, having photos done, whatever, do it during ovulation. It's going to be totally like, it's going to be a fucking game changer for you. I promise. (laughs) And the photo, like I just did a photo shoot during ovulation and it was a game changer. Let me tell you the pictures and the magic that was made during that time unmatched, unfucking matched. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know your thoughts. Don't forget, go and do the yoga flow that accompanies this. So you can physically embody the mother energy, go and check out the playlist, all of the things, so many goodies. And I will catch you next week when we talk about the wild woman.